correctly with the correct amount. D20 Radio, where gamers roll. radiocom Welcome back to the Good Ship Retro Star, where we have been playing Warven Lazarus. Uh, Captain, as much as I hate to disagree with you, I don't think we bought that device. Steve, playing Bottom B Combo Badge. Well, we've got to get through, otherwise we won't make it there. Tina says it's important we get it there this time. And y'all know him, Hagen, playing slow. But I'm here now. Shine on, Retro Star. This week on Retro Star, we open much as we always do on uh, our crew on the on the bridge of the ship Retro Star with a hailing beacon coming in. Now, it will be noted that uh, after having Burt Reynolds on last week, um, the budget for the show has been cut pretty significantly and so if you are already at and i can't remember i think you guys are already at one special effects point yep okay you're gonna remain that way um for the rest of the campaign because burt reynolds ate a lot of our our seasonal budget um on the hailing beacon is a um It just says Intergalactic Police Department. There's no way are... that's good for us. I wonder what they want this time. Um, I'm eating a very stale um, roast beef sandwich. <laughs> and like you can hear it like in my mic that when I bite it, it's kind of like got that like Crunchy. dry bread. Yeah. yeah. And like I'm not happy I'm eating it, but it's clear it's, there's no other good food here. Uh, Captain, I'm putting us on semi-alert, and I'm gonna hit a mm-hmm. button, and there's just not a button on where I'm hitting, and but yeah. like the dashboard kind of glows like a little yellow, but it's like Christmas lighty yellow. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Hello. Retro Star. This is the Intergalactic Police Department. We have reached out to you to help us with a case. Okay. We understand that you do a lot of moving of material goods, we'll say. And would like for you to come to our headquarters and investigate a box that has arrived here. Sounds interesting. How big is this box? Um, approximately four foot by four foot by four foot. Aha. It's a standard small crate then. Yes. Uh, uh, send coordinates. However, it is uh, buzzing in an odd manner, and claiming that uh, it knows you. Uh, Captain, we're experiencing some communication disruption. Uh, One moment while we place you on hold, Police Federation Group. And I hit a button, and like a sign that says mute, I guess, lights up 
on my dashboard. <laughs> um, right, Captain, this seems like a trap to me. I was just thinking the same thing. Do you think it's too late to claim that we are not Retro Star? Well, they seem to isn't know that. Isn't it painted down the side? I'm, I mean, I don't trust our crew to be able to spell accurately, so it might not say Retro Star. Not that I own a paintbrush or anything. Well, let's get the coordinates and we can figure this out while they think we're on the way at the least. I'm glad you're coming. I unmute us. Oh, good. Uh, communications have reestablished. That, that was quite a solar flare, interspace dimensional, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, no, we, we heard that whole thing. It's, uh, well, please just uh, hurry because uh, I don't like this box. And communications end. And we cut Marvin, you need to fix your mute button. Slug, were you messing with it again? No, no, I didn't. I didn't get anywhere near that. But let me go take care of my paint. Where did we get beamed the coordinates? Yes, you did get beamed the coordinates. Um, uh, <clears throat> I think we should probably open up on a scene of us talking with Miss Tina to make sure this is kosher. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry. So you go to Miss Tina's room. Tina's. Uh... Oh, hi, child. How you doing? I think I might be older than you, but besides that, I'm doing pretty well. But the captain needs to inform you about something. Yes, we uh, just received a communique from the Intergalactic Police Federation, and, um, well, Two things concern me here. One, uh, they seem to be under the impression that we are a transport vessel, not a pleasure vessel. And while that may largely be the case, uh, why they know it is a bit concerning. But uh, regardless of that, they, um, they claim to need our help because they say they have this large crate, uh, large box, small crate, uh, whatever, that um, well, it's buzzing and says it knows us. Oh, no, child. Yeah, we should go to do that. I don't, I'll make sure that our classification has not changed, but uh, we should go and take care of whatever buzzing crates uh, I, uh, I think that might be an issue. You know, the last time we had a crate that made noise, we had a visitor. Right. Oh, true child. Um, you know what, though? While we're on the way, we best make sure that we uh, don't have anything on board that we wouldn't want them to find. Oh, no, not my space weed. Right. I will implement a security protocol uh, police sweep to make sure that any uh, less than legal paraphernalia is locked down and in hiding. 
and that uh, slug is kept safely out of way and out of sight. <laughs> I think offense to that. Weren't you going to go check on some paint that you hadn't been touching or using? Yes, it needs to all be put up properly so it doesn't get spilled out anywhere else in the name of the ship. Now, slug. You do as you told. Yes, Miss Team. Right. Um, I'll get the security measures in place and as we warp to this location. Very Just well. Just let me know when the uh, airlock is open. I'll make sure to dispose of my personal collection. Well, I'm sure you have uh, some special places you keep special things. Yes, Wouldn't I you do. like to know? I, it, it is my job to know, if I, if I might point out, but... <clears throat> There's just an awkward silence for a minute. Right, um, so that's my cue. I'm going to head off uh, stage left. And I walk off the right side. All right. And so we cut to, you know, just a terrible exterior of the ship as various little boxes and items are being thrown out into space. <laughs> um, and we sort of go to commercial break, come back as we come back, you know, we're opening in on you arriving at the intergalactic police department. Um, <clears throat> with just some, just, you know, they're very cheap, cheap models. You guys are very much out of money, and they're very cheap models parked outside of this fake station that's <laughs> very recognizably reused from a couple weeks ago, but nobody's going to say anything because we don't have any money to build a new one. Um, I'm carrying a bag with a few racks to give to the International Inner Space Police guys. <laughs> international Space. Um... Prominently so, displaying the racks look. Yeah. And so as we as we sort of follow the crew as they land the ship and they sort of jostle around a little bit. We uh to avoid having to do any more exterior shots, we go ahead and cut to you walking into the police station. <clears throat> Our typical ground crew and one red shirt. Um he's in sort of a uh bright silver mylar bag of a shirt um, that is stretched about as tight as it can be stretched. <laughs> because he's really muscular or really large or the shirt's well, too small just, for him? shirt's just too small for okay, him. Okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Sorry. No. Um, and you guys walk up to the, to the desk. Hello. How can we help you? Well, I brought this since we're going to be working together. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, Officer McWilliams called and said he had a box for us. Oh, the ship retro star. Yes, right this way. 
Um, did is your boss with you? Uh, one Miss Tina. It's hard to tell exactly wherever Miss Tina is or is not. She is, after all, more of a being of emotions than a true entity, a physical being. Is, is she back on the ship, or did you not even bring her with you? We were not told to bring her with us. Okay, all right, sounds good. Um, right this way, I'll take you to uh, Mc, uh, McNeary's uh, office. So they take you to this little office down the way, and it it very much is shot and looks like the office out of like a noir film, um, like a reused set from Columbo almost. <laughs> There's a typewriter on the desk that someone's put like the glow sticks in, so it looks yeah, glowy. yeah. Um, and stands behind that desk as a as a grizzled man with a big bushy mustache. You must be the crew of the ship Retrostar. I have your package. Uh, Captain Cumberbatch. Okay, and uh, the other two, do you have names? Security Chief Lazarus. Hi, I'm Slug. That looks like a very interesting rare caterpillar on your upper leg. <laughs> I wonder if it's I wonder if it's real or not. Do not. (laughs) Is it looking to me? I have slugs back on the ship. Can you follow me, please? And he sort of takes you down a hallway. (laughs) Half out of the shot, I cuffs like a back of the head. Almost made Steve fall out of his chair. Mission accomplished. Uh, he takes you down a hallway to a room that's labeled um, evidence. He opens the door. He goes right in there around the corner. You'll uh, you'll hear it. He, I'll walk into the room. And as you three walk into the room, you can definitely hear a box buzzing and vibrating against the floor. Um, and as you approach it, you you sort of recognize this box. It looks similar to the one that you had captured all those all those months ago. Um, and it is very much vibrating. I want to just scope the room and kind of see if there's anything else in here that's valuable. And it's probably going to be like another product placement. Uh, huh. Yeah, really... you go ahead and go ahead and take a look around and you see. Um, I don't know what other products there are at this time. Is Atari a thing? Yeah. Atari would be just a thing. But... Seven, I think. Anyways, there's gonna be like some product placement. I'm gonna like subtly like nudge Slug towards it because I know Slug steals stuff everywhere we go. <laughs> I'm trying to see mountain. Oh yes. <laughs> so you find 
a Montgomery Ward's video world of sports machine. <laughs> I don't even know what this is. I gotta Google it. Um, I, I put my hand on the box and say, oh, I think I stayed at a hotel that did this once. <laughs> and we're not going to take it with us, right, Slug? I deliver boxes. I don't take them unless I'm told to. I do anything with Seamus. Sorry, it's a Telestar. Well, no, it's Montgomery Wards because there's a couple that are labeled Montgomery Wards. Um, it's basically a Pong knockoff. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Cool. Oh, um, all right. So we're gonna. I'll walk over to the crate, and is there like a way to just open it easily? As you approach the crate, the crate does sort of just flop open. Um, and inside of the crate, you recognize the being that is inside of there. It was the little friend that we had from all the way back in episode two. Whose name I do not remember. I don't either, because I don't have my notebook. Well, we're just going to act like we don't know its name and just mm, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Charlie. Hey, I... Uh... I got ca- captured by the police. Um, that would be why you're in the police station then? Well, kind of. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm in the police station because I got captured. They didn't know why there was just a crate moving at ridiculous speeds through space. Uh, I ended up losing my ship in a, a bit of a... Uh, you mean our ship? Our ship? The the yeah, the vessel you provided to me. Uh, it was lost in a in a in a bit of a uh, money incident, you might say. Uh huh. So you asked for gambling? us because uh, I was hoping that the good ship Retrostar would help me uh, get back home. Even just take me and drop me off. You still have the uh, hyper warp drive that I made you, right? No, you put that on the ship that you lost. Oh. Can I at least ride with you? I mean, I don't think so. Where where did you lose it? Who has it? Because maybe we can uh, get back. Well. International Space Gangster. Uh, I'm trying to come up with... I need a name. Degree Montague. <laughs> Degree Montague has it. And... Uh, I just kind of need some help getting it back. Or, I mean, at least getting it back to you. Well, I don't know. This, this sounds like a lot of risk and little reward to me. He well, is I mean, loaded. We can get that drive back. He is loaded, and we could maybe rob him blind. So you lost our ship to him. Now you want us to go steal our ship back from him and steal money? Yes. 
Isn't that kind of what we do, though, Captain? As the security advisor, I recommend against this course of action. It's not uh, very secure. Well, at least don't leave me here in evidence. Well, um, how exactly do you propose us to get this out? Uh, my crate? Yeah. It hovers. And, like, you see the crate just sort of lift up off the ground. Um, you guys can see the wheels, but the audience can't quite see the wheels on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay so you want to the, the police are just gonna let us walk out with this box as far as the police are concerned it's your box it's just a freaky your box i've told them multiple times that i belong on the ship retro star well i guess i should go borrow a dolly then shouldn't i or you could just push me Captain? Well, I suppose we best to hell. Doesn't hurt to get him out of here. Let's see what we can make happen. Right. Um, so I'll, I'll push the box. And so you guys push the box back to the ship Retro Star. Um, you know, notice the gorgeous paint job. Yeah. Um, you pass one of the police officers in the, um, in the hallway, and they go, "Oh, good, you're taking your, you're taking your box. Uh, it's been doing nothing but buzzing and crying for you for the past three weeks." Uh, you you crew are a hard crew to get a hold of. Well, you know, sometimes we, uh, being a pleasure vessel, sometimes we're uh, in out-of-the-way locations. Yeah. Well, have a good one. And uh, <clears throat> if you see Miss Tina, tell her that we're looking for her. Will do. Is there a specific message you'd like us to pass along? Um, tell her she's wanted on 15, account, 15 counts of uh, public indecency. Uh, very good. I will relay that to uh, this individual if we do in fact know her or ever <laughs> interact with her. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. And you guys go and get on the ship. And as you get on the ship, it's everybody's kind of in a little bit of chaos. Um, everybody's running around a little bit. There's now, granted, there's not as many crew as there normally is, but as you guys arrive back on the ship, everybody is just sort of frantic. Um, and Timmy the red shirt flags you down and goes, "Hey, uh." <clears throat> So the police were on here looking for, well, anything and everything they could find. Well, did they find anything? 
Uh, not that we know of. They didn't leave with anything. They just came on, uh, talked to some people, asked if Miss Tina was here, and and uh, we told them no. And then uh, they poked around a little bit, and we asked them to come back with a warrant, and uh, they said they would. So can we get out of here? Yeah, prep for takeoff. Uh, someone sweep for tracking devices. Got a cap. So, so I'll, I'll exit the scene because uh, I'm going to scan for tracking devices. Okay. Oh, sorry. You guys take off. Um, <clears throat> you get a hailing beacon from inside the ship. It's Miss Tina's room, but it's not Miss Tina. Um. Flick the intercom Hello? on. Please yes. come to Miss Tina's room. Please come to Miss Tina's room. Oh, good. I hate when this happens. All right, boys. Code teal. And I think the whole ship kind of turns teal. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Yep. Everything just There's sort just... of takes a teal hue. and All of it. Yep. Um. And I know the security protocol, so I'm going to be coming, running uh, to Miss Tina's room. Hear the disco music as we travel. Yeah, you arrive at Miss Tina's room first, and as you slide open the door... Raygun out. Yep. uh, In there sits an intergalactic police officer. And um, he goes... Well, isn't this quite a predicament? Show me your badge. I want to see some identification, please. And he reaches for a badge. Slowly. And pulls out a phaser. Slowly. Left hand it. As he reaches for his badge inside of his chest, inside of his vest coat, go ahead and give me an adventure roll. Yay. Yeah, I know it's your, your worst. And it's not. Drama is my worst. Oh, drama is um, your worst. But, but I don't actually have a. I mean, thought is my best. But I was gonna say I don't have like a good role. Uh, uh, there we go. Five. I don't think I've passed a single check. I'm sorry. I keep giving you the hard ones. No, it's all good. I'm um, just acknowledging. Yeah, I, I don't know that you have either. Um, with that, yeah, you're not gonna pass that check. And he is going to pull his phaser first, and he is going to stun you, leave you laying on the floor. Can I use my SFX token to say, like, I have a body shield that, like, Sure. Yeah, use your, use your one SFX token, and um, we'll say he fires first, and you shimmer, and then you fire back, and he drops, and we just have some tense doom, doom, doom music as we... Um, cut to it can even be like I don't hit them. Like we could be doing that. Like we're in and out of cover, like trying to shoot at each other, depending on what kind of your goals of the scene were. Well, even even uh, we'll just say that you fire back, and we cut to commercial. Break. Oh, got it, got it. My bad. Um, and as we come back from commercial break, the rest of the crew will be showing up. The rest of the main boarding crew shows up at Miss Tina's room. Um. 
to find this guy stunned in Miss Tina's chair. Um, and this is the first time we get to see the interior, like actual interior of Miss Tina's room. A uh, big heart-shaped bed in the corner and, and uh, velvet velour everywhere. Uh, shag carpeting on the floor. And the room is red, like bright red, everything. Um, so you have a you have a missing Miss Tina and a apprehended intergalactic police officer. What are we doing? Do we have any rope or some streamers from the last party that we threw? Um, I found no. these handcuffs in the room. <laughs> they are fuzzy. Um, uh, I'm going to handcuff the cop to a chair. Okay. Yeah. Make sure he doesn't have any more weapons hidden. Got it, And boss. run his ID. I'm, Actually, give I'm me in. his ID. I'll go run it. I, I'm, I'm going to search him. And yeah, if I find you, an ID, I'm going to go run it. You find an ID, and you find the phaser that he had tried to pull on you. And that's about it. A little bit of credits and nothing else. I leave the credits. I toss the phaser to Slug. And I pull up that like janky clipboard I have from an earlier scene. And I like put the ID like on the front the front of it. You know, like how you used to be able to like wedge right. stuff up on it. And I'm like pretending to like run this guy. Run this guy's this, ID. <laughs> yeah, this clipboard, yeah. Okay. Uh it comes back is is um he is just an intergalactic police officer. He's not like any sort of detective or anything. He's just a a normal officer. And um, are we going to interrogate him at all? Ask him any questions? He is now conscious again. Uh, boss, boss uh, this is a legitimate police officer, but I wasn't able to find much additional information. And with that, I'm going to hand the ID tag over to the cat. All right. So I'll kind of swagger into the scene. All right. Uh, Officer Wilhuff, is it? Oof. Just what do you think you're doing stowing away on my ship? I'm not stowing away on your ship at all. I'm stowing away on uh, Miss Tina's ship. I was looking for her, and uh, you all came back and took off in a huff. Well, regardless, you have stowed away on the ship of which I am the captain. So, um... You got some explaining to do, boy. Well, uh, we figured when you landed on the um, on the station that you were looking to turn her in uh, as the wanted fugitive that she's been. So me and the uh, uh, Tina investigative force uh, entered your ship, uh, asked your crew if we could enter. They willingly said we could. And, uh, well, we weren't able to find her and the rest of my crew left and I was looking for illegal paraphernalia. I don't know, to maybe pin on whoever was running this, uh, fly-by-night vessel. Yeah, Captain, if I may, this, this sounds like entrapment. They, uh, 
lured us here under false pretenses. I'll yeah, say we fly during so. the day too. Good point. Well, night is really hard to define in space. Also a good point. You tell him, Captain. I gotta get my catchphrases in when I can. No, you're good. I was just trying to think of a way for us to include the product placement in the scene. Uh, the, Should we give him something to eat? Commercial I think we've still batteries. got some of those racks left. The, uh, pretty, they're pretty stale at this point, but that wouldn't uh, we count as give him one to eat. Uh, torture. Well, and there's also like various Montgomery Ward catalogs laying around in the in Miss Tina's room here that are just visible within camera shot. <laughs> I'm sorry, what is this? Montgomery Ward's was a um, well, they were at a, a department store. Okay. And um, they were kind of like Walmart, Sears. They had everything, but they gotcha. had a catalog that you could get and it would ship stuff to you. Got it. Yeah, Montgomery Ward's, like Sears, JCPenney's were all like that. Back yep. Gotcha. I feel like there's gonna be like posters on the wall then of like mostly nude guys, but you know, yeah, advertising yeah, for it. And men's the camera the and... camera is framing, so the poster is most of the the view and it's only like a little bit of the, the cop's head and you know the right. back of the captain's head. Right. It's all like it's all like shorty like briefs and <laughs> short shorts and all kinds of crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. Um. So <clears throat> he goes. Well, if you take me back to the police station, there will be no uh, ramifications for any of you. Even uh, for tasing Cap, a I, police officer. I shot this guy. Like I feel like that. You know, they they lured us there, saying that we were just there for a crate, and then they tried to search our ship. I feel like going back a second time is not a smart move. Yeah, I don't think so either. But where's what's to keep us from just pushing you out the door somewhere in the middle of nowhere? Uh, because this is a cheesy '70s sci-fi sitcom. We don't do stuff like that on these. We kind of just let that hang. Like, is 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 Steve says that we just let it hang and go to commercial one last time. Oh, got it. <laughs> and I think you see my character kind of give like a, like that wasn't in the script look. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a raised <laughs> eyebrow. Very George Takei. Just like it's gotten way too into this scene. Um, we cut back and yes. Oh, please don't do that. Well, um. So just what is it that you're after this Miss Tina for, anyway? Who's just supposedly on this ship that we are denying all knowledge about. Never seen her. She Never heard of her. She, well, uh, she's wanted on many... Uh, she's wanted for many acts of uh, smuggling and um, lewd acts. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Um, she's wanted in 15 sectors and well, it just so happened that your box landed in one of the sectors that she's wanted in. 
Can we get a list of these sectors? Uh, well, if you don't know her, then what do you need the list for? Because so apparently we could not get trapped in sectors looking for people that we don't know. Okay. I, ha I haven't gotten to travel a lot. If you can, if you could take me to the next local space station and drop me off, I'll gladly give you a list of those sectors. I don't know how to tell you this nicely, but we're actually short crew members, so I think you might be part of our crew now. Welcome aboard! There's good dental. Uh, I have a wife and kids. Had. Oh. I mean, I'm sure we could pick them up. This is a family ship. I mean, we have Slug. Yeah. I I'm sure he could use someone to play with. Yeah, if we could get them and bring them with us, that would I could I'll join your crew. I'll uh I I can work security. Uh I'm good at I'm good at uh shooting things. Uh, I no, need a strong not. number two. And I'm gonna call you number two from now on. Okay. Maybe sometimes <laughs> deuce. <laughs> and you get a you get a hailing beacon. On the main, it comes across the main communications. All right, Lieutenant, let's go see. We need to go back is. to the bridge for that, or can we stay? We just, it's just a fade cut to the bridge. Oh, my bad. Gotcha. Um, uh, so I think the guy is still handcuffed with these very fluffy things, but he's now at the security station. <laughs> yeah, he's still handcuffed with the fluffy handcuffs. He's on and probation, so double secret probation. On the screen. Uh, Hand stands... say, don't drop that douche <laughs> on the screen stands um someone oh, in the, the audience delayed hit me there sorry <laughs> don't drop that deuce <laughs> oh, Steve. Oh. oh slow clap <laughs> <laughs> on the screen however though and and just to keep moving on one last thing stands somebody we've never seen before um but we know from the voice and it is Dolly Parton as Miss Tina. She stands there and goes, ah, I've been captured. I am, uh, I am part of the good ship retro star. Please leave me alone. And we hear a familiar voice and it's, um, it is, uh, uh, the guy you helped escape the racks with. Oh. And we fade to, we sort of help me retro star. And so we sort of fade to black and you hear the producer yell cut. Can it be help me retro star? You're my only hope. <laughs> um, he's sort of like, well, uh, had Star Wars not come out this year, I would say yes, but I really don't want to be sued by Fox. Uh, I have bad news, though, folks. Um, and he gathers the whole cast and crew together. And he says, uh, unfortunately, on that un uh, incredible f cliffhanger, I've gotten word from the studio that we have been canceled. I spit out my rack sandwich that I was still trying to chew. 
it has been a great honor recording these episodes with you. But uh, yeah, after having Burt Reynolds on and blowing our budget on him, and then Hooper being the movie he was trying to promote, and the studio feels that they can go in a better direction with this. Uh, he pulls up a clips clipboard. And he goes, "Battlestar Galactica." Oh. But we had so much left to explore with these characters. <laughs> yeah. I mean, heck, I was just finally getting the hang of this. And Slug just found their catchphrase. Uh. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Um. Tell you what, this rack stuff isn't bad, though. I mean, other than it being, you know, three days old by the time it gets to the set. And so that is where we're going to sort of leave Retro Star in 1977. And we're going to cut to uh, 1998, where there is a TV show being shopped around called Retro Star The Next Generation. <laughs> and each of you get a phone call. Um, and get told that it's not filming for another couple months. But they would love to have you all back on as reoccurring cast for Retro Star The Next Generation. And I think that's where we're going to end the Retro Star campaign <laughs> for now. We don't have to eat any racks on this show, do we? Nope. Good. No, they're looking to go a little bit more serious tone than the old... <laughs> goofy tv show <sighs> uh, now, like Steve, I... full Go lesbian ahead. at this point like oh, yeah. i'm just like that i've been on broadway several times you're, at this point you're and very much this, alan rickman from this yes i that was my goal um yes 100 percent. but it but it's good money so you know i'm gonna be there Intro and outro music by the band 12 Noon. You can email us at meandstevertg at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at andrpgs. Find us on Facebook at meandstevertgpodcast. On Discord at meandstevertgs. And as always, all of these links are in the show notes. Thank you, and be kind to one another. for the cigar. Cigar, 20 bucks, dog. You got to go down the street to the store and buy that.